everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hobby the Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the snowy plains of the United States, Danny. How you doing, man? Aw, oh, man. I had one of my coworkers just remind me that uh, the age discrepancy between employees at the job <laughs> is pretty intense. So I was, uh, we were talking about music and stuff, and uh, she mentioned that she loved Adam Sandler movies, and I asked her if she'd seen the movie Airheads. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, I hadn't even heard of this. <laughs> and I was like, I looked, and I was like, yeah, it came out like right after, it came out like in 94. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that was the year I was born. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, it was like, two. it came out like two months after I graduated high school. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, when my coworker was like, man, she's making us feel old. And I looked at him, I was like, no, man. I was like, our our, our lower back pain is what makes us feel old. She's <laughs> making us feel ancient. <laughs> I hear you. I get that all the time. Just random things. Just like, oh, yeah. I was, uh, I, I was actually, uh, you know, you know, when you, certain songs play on the radio, they bring you back to a, a different time. And I was just listening to some old uh, Sum 41. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not the new stuff. I have no idea what's going on, but literally was I could still play the air guitar and sing every song from like the first two albums <laughs> from back when in high school. <laughs> I'm just, I was just like blaring it, just like ah. And people were pulling up. It's like, who is this? Listen to this boomer music. <laughs> uh, yeah, like my wife and I were driving somewhere, and uh, we were listening to. Uh, I just left it on the radio station. She had it on in her car. Uh, it was a K Earth One Hundred One. You know, the oldie station. Yeah. And they were playing like. They were playing stuff that came out when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, people, especially, like, my age, maybe your age, but a little bit older, like, elder millennials, younger generation X, complain that, like, kids today don't listen to the good music. They don't listen to the music that I listen to. And it's like, yeah. To them, the music you listen to is like us listening to stuff that came out during the Vietnam war. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, you were raised in the nineties and you, did you really listen to a lot of all the stuff that came out like in Motown and the, you know, the folk songs of protest from the Vietnam war? No. Or, or were you listen to the new hot, like some 41 and backstreet boys. Exactly. Backstreet's back. Apparently, uh, they're trying to do a tour. I don't know if it's going to be with or without JT, but next year, I guess there's going to be a big NSYNC Backstreet Boys oh. tour. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, if you're if you're looking for, like, groups of drunk single women... <laughs> this might be it. That would be it right there, man. That's, like, that's the only thing... That's the only place that might be a better chance of picking up, like drunk horny single women than like a target <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you drop the ball during magic mike one then you have a chance to pick up 
and redeem yourself <laughs> at the end sink. I just I just hope all the seats have uh all the places they play have waterproof seats. Oh jeez, terrible. No no uh, no Justin though, huh? He's too big, too big for NSYNC. Can't afford I mean, him. Because it was Lance Bass and one of the dudes from Backstreet Boys talking about it, and Lance was like, "Well, you know, we're all down. We just got to talk to you know who." And he's like, and the other dude from Backstreet was like, "I know, but maybe we can do it without him." And everyone in the comments like, "Yeah, fuck that guy. Do it without him. You don't need him." <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Uh, he's just like, oh no. <laughs> you know, hold, hold on, as I I'm going on my own world tour for my own album that I don't have to split with anybody but myself. Yeah, and um, it probably will make twice as have sell out twice as much. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nostalgia is the hell of a drug, dude. That's fair. That's fair. Let me look at the insane prices for the Blink One Eighty Two concerts. That's just Ticketmaster trying to avoid scalpers. It's not real. It's not real inflation. <laughs> they're cutting out. They're they're cutting out the middlemen of scalpers by becoming their own scalpers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, when the you know when the Metallica tickets for their shows first went on sale, you could the first time they went on sale, you could only buy the weekends. Yeah. But then a couple of weeks later, the single seats went on single shows tickets went on sale, and do somebody uh made a post on facebook that i'm friends with that those that when he looked the tickets were going for 700 dollars a piece for the one day show when i paid like 900 little over 900 for two tickets for two shows you know the weekend terrible yes these are confusing times we live in i remember back in the day when eddie vetter was first shaking his old man fist at the old at the old man Ticketmaster when the ticket fees were like $2.50 and people were like, calm the fuck down, Eddie. It's like less than, it's like just a couple bucks. It's like, you say that now, but just wait. Just wait. And we we didn't listen. We didn't listen. No, now you pay the price. Can't even go to the stadium and just buy tickets. They don't even have like, um, they used to have like back when they had record stores and even some department stores would have Ticketmaster branches where you could just go stand in line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go to a concert again. <laughs> Just too much money. Dude, I did that for a long time. I was like, I'm never going to concerts. And I hear like podcasts and they talk about these different shows that I missed. And I'm like, oh man, that would have been a, an amazing show. Yeah. Maybe it's just, so, more big, maybe it's just more big name stuff. Like I mean, yeah. <laughs> but now I have like, I have tickets to like, eight shows in the bank and i have there's two tickets there's tickets to at least one show that i want to buy for sure oh is that your is that your uh southern california hipster slang the bank bank in the, the bank. bank i have them stored in the future hey guys i'm going to the bank oh i thought it was i thought that was like your uh, uh no uh, it means that i have that shows haven't happened yet oh, okay gotcha I thought you were like get, saying it was going to be at Citizens Bank Arena or something. You were like calling it the bank. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I have like three shows in February, oh, two shows you. in March, a show in April. I'm going to browse over to the bank and go watch some, go watch some music. Bank. <laughs> go, go, go check out the bank. The bank. <laughs> uh, Actually, I don't even have any. 
I don't have any tickets for that place. <laughs> um, because Metallica, but Metallica is playing at the stadium where the Rams and the Little Brother Chargers play. The Little Brothers. Oh, by the way, um, I know we're we're making plans to go see the um, Packers and Raiders play in Vegas. Yes. So, um, what do you think the odds of us both getting to wear Aaron Rodgers jerseys to the game? Just in different colors. <laughs> I don't even know it anymore, man. I'm just like, it's like, uh, whatever. It just, it it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, at least at least playing for Vegas, it'll very much reminiscent of some of some of his seasons in the Green Bay, where the offense was amazing and there was no defense. <laughs> He's had to win seventy five to seventy two. Yeah. <laughs> the basketball game exactly <laughs> oh man but you know somebody posted on the reddit would you rather have like um one of the 49er quarterbacks or um rogers mm-hmm. and i was thinking i'm like you know what man i'd rather have uh jimmy g jimmy g. and not because not because he's necessarily better than Aaron Rodgers, but I think he knows the head coach's offense from his time playing with him at in New England. Yeah. He's like he'd be like the Luke Walton. When Luke Walton, the only reason Luke Walton was on the Lakers is because he understood the triangle better than anybody on the team. Yeah, even though he really couldn't play basketball that good, <laughs> he just was able to like tell people where to stand and then give them the ball so they can shoot. He just executed the plays to a T. Exactly. No, no, man. You're supposed to stand, stand over there. Go over there. Yeah. So. Oh man. So, what are you drinking today, Dean? Dean, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so last week, Danny, I teased. I was a, I was a big tease last week. I was talking about a special drink just for this show, episode two fifty one. We are adult show. So. Going back to my time uh, when I went to New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, Orleans, Orleans. So we ended up going to the Zazarak House, and Zazarak House is a they have a distillery there, um, and it talks about the history of the Zazarak. Um, fuck, what is it called? The uh, I want to say pharmacy, but it's not pharmacy. Maybe it was pharmacy. Barber house or whatever. So, but basically, like, back in the day, like, when the early days, like, you would go, you would go there and you would, like, take care of stuff. But then you would also go get, like, a drink. So, they, uh, they were, they were very big and, um, they kind of went through, you know, they were... They were kind of there before, before as like everything kind of started to really res up in the area, and it was like a hot place to go. Um, did it, it did get shut down during Prohibition in the nineteen twenties? Good old uh, America, trying to trying to bring me down. Um, so they're so they ended up uh, opening back up, and so the Zazarek is a rye whiskey that you could get from New Orleans, and they claim that this drink the uh, Zazarak cocktail is the the drink of New Orleans. So if you ever go, 
and you see on a menu and you and it says Zazerick cocktail. Now everybody makes it slightly different, but it's with the same actual uh, rye whiskey Zazerick. And so basically, I have a uh, I got a special cue card, and it has the recipe on here. Um, so it's a uh, shot and a half of a uh, Razeric rye whiskey, a sugar cube, dashes of the, uh, I forget how to say this, but it's like Pashad bitters. So they make their own bitters there too. And it's an old recipe from this, uh, this guy. And then it's got like some, um, so I didn't that buy sounds awful. That sounds awful tourist trappy. It's like when you buy, like when you impulse buy one of those, um, menu like recipe books by the cash register yeah without realizing what it is and you open it up and it's like open one jar of craft thing and then another thing of craft something and it's like oh fuck I, i'm like i got the indoctrination of craft <laughs> cookbook yeah so i didn't buy the third bottle you were supposed to get because it was just way too big and you don't need much of it but basically um deidre my girlfriend made a a um Simple syrup with uh, star anza and with uh, fennel to make that black licorice taste. So basically, what you do is you take you uh, take your sugar cube and you mix the bitters in it, and you get it all broken down. Put your whiskey in it, give it a stir, not a shake, and you pour it in a cold glass. And then and then in the cold glass, you uh, you like rim the bottom of it with a little bit of the uh star anza liqueur so um i had this multiple times but even before i went to this to the distillery and that was the reason why i went to the distillery was after having it so many times so it is a uh a very <laughs> as they say <laughs> bourbon forward drink <laughs> not a lot protecting you <laughs> I was gonna say it sounded more like um just like Jägermeister with mixed with bourbon. I mean that would give you the same effect, right? Pretty much. Um it definitely has I it's a good like bourbon forward cocktail, to be honest. Like because you get like the sugar, the bitters are good, and like the mix of combo is is just wonderful. You know, the rye whiskey is easy easy to drink and you know for for uh you know for a whiskey to me like if you're gonna be drinking it like forward like this like it's gotta be um it's gotta be um like kind of mellow because there's some there's some like we've tried to do you know break our we've done on the show to try to drink it it's just like I can't get any flavors. Like this one just seems much more calmer and easy to drink. Um it's really enjoyable. It was a great tour. It is a self-guided tour, so if you are in uh New Orleans, um <laughs> you gotta check it out. So it's a free tour, it's self-guided, and um you get to try multiple drinks. There, so you get free. You get kind of like a free buzz. Like how, how could you not go? Even if it's a tourist trap, like <laughs> I mean, they got to make up for their money somehow. I guess <laughs> they're like, well, I mean, like how are they making money if I don't buy any bottles? Exactly. So 
super so, good. Wait, so the so the drink, is it it starts with a S or a Z? An S. Okay. So in New Orleans, they pronounce that as a Z. Yeah, it's Azarac. Okay. That's how they. That's how they cut. That's how they. That's what they said. I, I just. I'm, I'm not questioning you necessarily. I'm just saying that's I mean, the. I'm questioning it, the official pronunciation versus my dumbass because I've only ever read it, never heard it necessarily said. So I thought it was Sazerac. Sazerac. Yeah. Now I'm gonna get confused. You're making me uh, double think, double guess myself. <laughs> I mean, you also mispronounced Anise, but you know I was gonna let I that one go, but I, decided one, not to. That's a. Uh, that one is on my list of uh, words that just have to be forgiven. <laughs> so yeah, so you have to forgive me on that one. But I definitely recommend it. I, I haven't tried it, and I just opened the bottle literally just now, just to make this drink, just for the show. Like that was like the whole oh, inspiration you, for the whole. You didn't thing. let it. You didn't let it air out. You got that neck pour, huh? Yeah. Which, you know. According to some people, is the worst thing you can do is drink the neck pour, and other people are like, "Yeah, it doesn't make a fucking difference. Get off your fucking uh, high horse." <laughs> true, true. So I would be, I, I am. Ex- I'll have to report back when I do a uh, a lemon, a uh, whiskey sour. So, because that's like the other thing too. Like I try to find like. I feel like some whiskeys are like hit or miss with whiskey sours too. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Yeah, because I went when I went, the first time I went to the dueling pianos, I like, had a whiskey sour, and I can't remember what whiskey I got, but it was not good. And then I went back, same bartender, just different whiskey, and it was way better. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like they all have their own personalities on what they want to, what they're good with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like I really liked that. Um, what was it? I got. I can't remember if it was a bourbon or a whiskey, but that one from uh, Long Island, New York, was really good in whiskey sours. Like so good. So. Yeah, I just I just pour everything in a my make the lazy but delicious simple cocktail of uh, any kind of bourbon whiskey or rye with uh, ginger beer mm-hmm. and some lime juice. Oh, fancy. Yes. <laughs> Very fancy. But amazing. Yes. So what are you drinking, kind sir? So it's funny. I was like trying to figure out what to drink because according to some people on the of the on, in the beer world, February is stout month. Mm. And so I was kind of looking through to see what stouts I had. And the first one I picked up and then I, I almost opened it. And then I was like, I don't really feel like dealing with wax. <laughs> and so I put it back but in hindsight it would have been pretty hilarious if I would have picked that one because one of the uh, adjuncts Star Anise hey yo <laughs> but, but I was kind of you know I, I actually pulled it out and I was straightening it up and so then I was like like reorganizing lining up my shelf so I could try to fit more bottles in because I just picked up my member bottles from everywhere so there's like 12 more bottles i have to put in <laughs> and then i getting my then this weekend my like actually as of today right now available for pickup on my first member bottles from solaris <laughs> so uh but this i decided from 2021 was buried in the back of my fridge mm-hmm. from bottle logic brewing it is 
FOMO. It is their vanilla and coffee um, variant of their um, fundamental observation. That okay. pre uh, COVID, the only way you could get that was by going in during like the release the release weekend of fundamental observation. Gotcha. And they only made like a small batch, and it was only like you can only get like a, a little six ounce pour at a time until it ran out, and that was inevitably the first one that ran out. Hence, hence the name FOMO. If you didn't go, you didn't get none. Because <laughs> they also would like make like a Nestle Crunch version of the um, fundamental observation, and there was one other, but they bottled those previously. Hmm. Man, I could just. Is this like where you went like every day to like get different beers and stuff like that? Like that big event? That was the week of logic, which was basically like their like anniversary party. That if you went every day, you got access to their membership. Mm-hmm. But their membership worked different because you still had to, you didn't get any beers included in it because you didn't have to pay anything, but you got first opportunity. You got like your, the member beers went on sale Saturday and then whatever didn't sell Saturday there were leftovers would go on sale to the general public on Sunday. Which probably also made it more rare to get the beer, those spears. Yes. Which is back which is why everyone thinks bottle logic sucks now, because you can kinda go to almost any uh bottle shop in Southern California and they have a quite a nice selection of their beer sitting on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And they can't, you know, buy up some a bunch on the Saturday and then try to turn around as trade them across the country for like double or triple the money like they used to. Yeah. So, but this one, man, is uh, Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with Madagascar vanilla beans then finished with Bostra coffee. Uh, let's see. You can pair this with Boren Kas aged Gouda, caramel ice cream, or brisket burnt ends. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why, man, but I've been craving prime rib, like good prime rib. And it, I think the only place that I can go restaurant-wise to get like good prime rib is mm-hmm. one of the fancy, expensive, like Lowry's owned chains in LA. <laughs> That's it? Out of everywhere? I mean, I can go... I mean, there's places around, but do I really want to go to Laws? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, old the old people bar that i mean it's a cool little dive bar for old people but it's not you don't go there for the quality prime rib <laughs> yeah my mom was talking about her like they'd go there a bunch and she was at her birthday party she was telling one of her uh cousins about it yeah and telling her where it was and stuff and i was like oh and the, my she was asking my mom about the atmosphere if it was a nice place but i'm like yeah man i think you guys would, i think you'd love it all the old people like to go there <laughs> my mom didn't think it was as funny as that <laughs> Uh, you might get some hate messages after this, just so you know. I mean, I'm getting up there in age, <laughs> so gonna, I can't talk too much. I'm not, I'm not laws old yet. You're going to find yourself there one day and not realize it. Yes, I'm going to go there and it's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> you know, well, like it's one of those places where you go where like the waitresses are still smoking. <laughs> and and not hot. It's still it's still a smoking area inside the yeah. restaurant. <laughs> and nobody and like they you know if anybody like doesn't belong there shows up and calls the the health department just like yeah yeah whatever we know just don't go there. 
<laughs> it's like international waters. The laws don't apply there. Yeah. So if if I would have been smarter and or we would have like discussed the show a little beforehand, like professionals, which we're not. We definitely we're not. We're not. We would have I would have had you discuss your drink second. Yes. Because it would have fit right into the first bit of news. The Buffalo because, Trace news. Because Buffalo Trace Sazerac or Zazarac, as some people apparently say, is <laughs> part of the Buffalo Trace family. It's owned by the same uh, distilling group. And so at the end of the year, they decided to basically like not renew the contract with their uh, distributor. Because one of the things was that, you know, for years, Buffalo Trace was my go-to whiskey. Because you could find it everywhere, and it was like 15 to $20 depending on if it was on sale or not. Yep. And like Eagle Rare was always on the shelf too, but I never bought it because I'm like, I don't need any like, like that fancy. Yeah. But bas- basically Eagle Rare is the same mash bill and everything as Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. just aged for 10 years instead of like the four or six years that, I think four years could, if it, I think for it to be bourbon, it has to be aged at least four years. Yeah. And so if it doesn't have an age on the bottle, that's generally how long it's been aged for. Yes, and also for bourbon, it does not need to be brewed in Kentucky to be considered a, a no, bourbon. No, it just needs to follow other rules, but not that one. I think it has like a corn, and like a certain percentage has to be uh, corn or something like that as well. Right, and if you age it, it has to be in new barrels. You can't finish it, like you can't throw it in um, like port barrels or anything like that, which some people are kind of pushing the line because they're like, you know, finished whiskey or finished bourbon, and it's like, well, it's not bourbon anymore. And it's like, well, it was bourbon, but then we finished it on this and it's like yeah it's not bourbon anymore (laughs) anyways so what they would do is they would start out they started allocating some of the the products because they were getting popular like the buffalo trace and the zazarax and um, eh taylor Mm -hmm. and especially blanton's was like the blanton's and eh taylor were the main two and so basically they would go and tell the uh liquor store owners what you have to sell like so much of the shit that nobody wants. Um, if you want to get like cases of like the Blantons or the E.H. Taylors or the Zazarex. Yeah. You know, it's like, so like the weekly vodka was one of them. Mm-hmm. And this will be brought up again, but Fireball, oddly enough, was the other. <laughs> so the way, the way a lot of places would like do it was they would sell like uh package deals like if you wanted to get uh buffalo uh, blantons or something then you would have to buy like a uh, package where you would get a bottle of fireball a bottle of uh vodka and a bottle of blantons for like 170 dollars or something jesus <laughs> when like blantons like msrp was like 40 or 50 bucks like a couple years like a handful of years ago mm-hmm you know, I went to a place out by my father-in-law because they had posted that they had Blanton's. So I went there. Like, we, I just happened to be going out there to, for lunch. So on the way home, we stopped by, and they still had the bottle after a couple of days on the shelf. And I'm like, oh, that should be gone by now. Well, and so I asked the guy how much. You're like, how, you're like this is sus. <laughs> you're very. And he, I was like, so how much? And he's like, $200. Damn. I'm like, $200? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. Like, do you want it? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. 
He's like, well, the distributor said that I'd be foolish not to sell it for anything less because that's what people are paying for it. And I'm like, on the secondary, maybe? You know, like, you can't... You're not a scalper, man. You're retail. I'm like, well, good luck. So there's, like, you know, terms in whiskey, and one of them is a tater. Yeah. And basically, those are the people that that guy's going after. Like, they'll... Basically, they're just buying whiskey for the social media clout, and so they'll drive all around the state or to, or all around the area looking at different liquor stores trying to get the hype whiskeys and even overpaying for them just because now they can post on their social media that they got whatever bottle of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got... I have two bottles of Blanton's, actually. And one of them I paid slightly more than, like, original retail. But even but less than I got I got hooked up by somebody who shall be nameless. <laughs> but if you've listened to previous episodes, you could probably figure out whom it is. Solid snack. No. Someone <laughs> that works at a, a place where alcohol is sold, not the same job as me. <laughs> and I think he would have drank it instead of giving it to me. <laughs> or at least charged me the two hundred dollars for it. What a I'll bastard. find out in a couple I'll find out on Sunday. <laughs> what a bastard. And then the other one I have is from the liquor store uh, El Cerrito in Corona. They did it. They were able to. He sells like enough of the other shit that he was able to do a, a store bottle p- barrel pick, mm-hmm. which he probably paid like fifty grand for or something stupid for a barrel of Blanton's. Jesus. And then had to recoup his costs. Wow. So, so they're hoping that with them changing distributors that. Uh, the, those products will, you know, nature will heal itself and they'll start coming out. And not being, and then they, being so ridiculously priced. Right, because they're not going to, like, they broke it up by area. There's, like, multiple distributors handing, handling the account as opposed to just one person monopolizing all their shit and trying to be, figuring out the best way to basically drain the pocketbooks of people that own the liquor stores. Mm-hmm. I heard Buffalo Trace is getting harder to find right now. And, like, they're shipping a lot of their whiskey to, like, Japan. And there's a lot of it going to Japan, but I never, like, at least out here, I've never been to a store and not seen it on the shelf. And I've never seen it. Now it's, like, 23 or 24 bucks a bottle. It's not ridiculous mm-hmm. markup. Yeah. But, I mean, everything's gone up. Like, from, you know, like I said, I was buying it years ago when it was 20. It go down sale for 17. And people are still like, oh, I remember, I'm, I'm not going to pay any more than that. And it's like, dude have gone up like and like 25 bucks versus 20 isn't that much yeah you know but like it's weird how like in kentucky of all places like it's harder to find some of the like you almost have to go to the distillery to be able to buy some of the products because mm-hmm. they don't distribute there for some reason so but then they're also suing the distiller because i guess they owe them money and i guess the distiller is like fuck you guys like we're gonna take our money and go home <laughs> can't fire us fire me can't fire me i am so, i got the product <laughs> exactly and so now money. and then in other lawsuit news um you know like you go to gas stations and you know they don't sell any liquor they just sell beer yeah well recently little mini you know party airplane bottles hotel bottles uh air of uh, fireball have been showing up there mm-hmm. and they're like, wait a minute, you guys can't sell liquor. And so people were buying them and drinking them and stuff or whatever, but then finally somebody figured out and decided to file a class action lawsuit. Yeah. 
what if you go Google Fireball lawsuit, you'll figure out how to get entered into it. <laughs> but basically, they made two different type bottles of their whiskeys. Well, of Fireball, the one that, that they sell like at legit liquor stores and bottle shops, and ones that they sell at gas stations. And the ones they sell at gas stations, like one will say Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, mm-hmm. and the other one just says Fireball Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And it's and then on the back of that one is like natural natural whiskey natural whiskey and other flavors, mm-hmm. right? Except it's a malt liquor. That's crazy, dude. Because it's it's funny because um, I was reading about about the lawsuit this week as well. It was just like I I would never even thought about that. I would have never even caught it. I just would have been like, not that I'm a fireball drinker, but I would have just like grabbed it. Like, right. oh. And I mean, I understand the 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 deception. There can be some argued that there's deception there, but at the same time, though, did it do its job? Did it get you drunk? But it wasn't whiskey, Danny. It wasn't whiskey. Well, fireball. I mean, like I guess. Well, I was gonna say fireball is whiskey, but not bourbon. <laughs> but it still it got you drunk, right? Yep. Gonna get you get you drunk. Off but my, it was also off my malt beverage. <laughs> exactly, because the, the ABV was also lower on those. Because I think like the ABV on the Fireball is like mid twenties. Yeah. The whiskey and the malt liquor is like thirteen and a half ish, mm. thirteen point something percent, like five six right around there, something like that. If I remember. Mm-hmm. So, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens if if the judge is like, because it doesn't take much. I think like the burden of proof is like a. a a reasonable person could be um, confused because I know like Travis can't think of his name. He was a singer that had like the McDonald's Happy Meal with the Sprite, like mm-hmm. the Travis meal. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, I, but anyways, he had his like line of drinks, and it made it seem like it had um, agave in it, mm-hmm. but it was just malt liquor, <laughs> and so he got sued because of that. Because the way the packaging was, it was like agave all over it. And then if you read the fine print. It's like, JK, we don't have it. JK, just malt liquor. Yes. So. Yeah. And fun, Xbox, I was going to say, fun fact ahead. though. For those that don't know, Buffalo Trace is naturally sweet. And it makes a good mix, mixing uh, whiskey. Which is why I liked it. Because it was, I liked it because it was decent. It was good on its own. But it mixed pretty well with everything. Yes. And yeah. it was only, again, $20 a bottle. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> and, and available every, at every grocery store. So I'm like, ah, I think I'm going to get some whiskey. I'll just grab a thing of Buffalo Trace and a six-pack of Coke, and I'm good. You know it's, you know it's great? The, uh, the great swing state of PA. The, uh, to buy hard liquor, you have to go to a government store, a state store. Yes. <laughs> Was it? It might have been Pennsylvania, even where the people were arrested for like, uh, um, like trying to find a way to finesse the state system. Yeah, probably the state's probably like, "Fuck that! We make all we make a ton of money off this." Right. <laughs> I know people got arrested because they were selling, and it, it might have been Pennsylvania or Ohio, one of the two states that you were associated with at some point in your life, um, that have state run liquor stores where like um people were like selling the list of the where 
of the liquor stores where the shit would show up. Uh, that was the thing with the state and liquor stores. Like, you don't know, like, well, there's, you know, let's say there's 100 liquor stores and you have 200 cases. And it's like, we don't know where they're all, they're not all going to go. There's not every store is going to get two. Yeah. And so you figure out, like, so people will be like, all right, well, if you go to this one, they're getting this, if, you know, they're getting H. Taylor at this one, but they're getting the Buffalo Trace at this other one. Mm-hmm. And so, like, an hour before the store opened, there would already be a line out front. Damn. Like, dude, don't don't make it that fucking obvious. <laughs> like, wait until the store opens. Yeah. At least. Right. Fuck. Ugh, people ruining good things. Right. And so, speaking of ruining good things, Xbox, they're starting the process to finally, to much to somebody, somebody. Uh, dissatisfaction. They're taking down. They're starting to take down the store for the Xbox 360. Um, oh, you can know no. you're not going to be able to buy buy games. No, they're delisting games off the Xbox 360 store. Say it ain't so. So the new, the first one, there was like forty something games they took off, and it's like, wait, are people still buying games on the 360 store? <laughs> what year is it? I mean, even Sony was like, dude, nobody plays the PSP anymore. Why are we keeping this shit going? <laughs> Man, but then Xbox decided to update their system and they decided to piss off people. Oh, geez. By people, I mean conservatives. And they made it so that you can, and it has an, you have an optional setting to where you can do uh, automatic updates mm-hmm. basically in the middle of the night when power usage is at its lowest. Mm. Which, like, in certain states like Texas, where they don't have, like, where everything's, like, you pay retail, and if, you know, the air conditioners are running and you're paying, you know, $200 a kilowatt hour versus when the in the middle of the night nobody's really running the air conditioner, you're paying, like, $10 or a couple dollars, you know? Yeah. Uh, and in the words of one elected official that this is bad because it's teaching kids woke environmentalism. <laughs> We're indoctrinating our kids with woke environmentalism by giving them the choice. Which to, is better than the original run, take. To run an update when it's less busy. Yeah. To can help conserve energy. Yes. Which, which is better than like the original take because some wacky whack job like far right news organization when the article first came out about the update and they just completely based misrepresented the article the story and the update basically saying trying to say that they were going to try to they're taking our xbox from us first they took our gas stoves now they're taking our xbox because the xbox 360 is going away no because the power saving update option do, do the conservatives just have, like, a bag and they just put their hand in there, grab a piece of paper, and it's just random things to be angry with that don't make any sense? That Outrage has nothing to do. That has, yeah, has nothing to do with anything, and it's just another time, a waste of energy and more just bullshit news. Oh, I, I think they're just, apparently they're happy with wasting energy. <laughs> That's the only way you should be. <laughs> I heard Texas oh, got snow again. Maybe they should be a little bit more worried about their power system. <laughs> no, they'll just blame it on um, the, the the green the new green deal that never went through and 
uh, wokeness and the liberals, even though Texas is like literally the only state in the entire country that isn't hooked up to the federal power grid. <laughs> and also, like I said, they don't pay like like every other state except for Texas pays like the same rate for their electricity, no matter what. And Texas, because I don't know why, but they like capitalism so much that they pay, they just pay retail <laughs> for their electricity instead of paying like wholesale. So, which is good when like the, when nobody's using power, like in the spring <laughs> and you can open your windows, but when it's like 800 degrees in the summer or negative 800 degrees in the winter, you know, people are getting like five, $6,000 electric bills. <laughs> Oh, that's why everybody has a pool in Texas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't know why anybody's going to watch E3, let alone people are going to like want to go. Yes. Um, it's already been officially announced that none of the three major consoles manufacturers are going to be there doing presentations. Jesus. Because, you know, Sony's been doing... So, I mean, Nintendo's been gone for a while, but they still kind of had, like, a presence on the floor. Like, they had a booth. You know, because they didn't necessarily do the panel because they have their uh, Nintendo Directs. Yeah. And then um, Sony started copying, and then Microsoft is like, well, fuck, if they're going to do it, so are we. I ain't paying all this money. <laughs> fuck that. So they just, they, just, they just had their state of the Xbox, like, presentation on the 25th, which... I don't know, man. Like, I guess I should pay attention to those things, but how many games at E3 come out where you're like, oh, man, can't wait to play this game, and then you're like, oh, I don't know when it's ever going to come out. Coming. Never. Maybe. We're working on it. Fuck off. Coming. Eventually. I mean, E3's not until June. Yeah, I know. They're already announcing, fuck E3. <laughs> fuck the kids. Fair enough. I guess, I guess, uh, I, I can't even think of the name of it. My favorite game manufacturing company, Devolver Direct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Devolver Digital, yes. I think that's the only thing that you have to look forward to. Exactly. With that one presentation. <laughs> and maybe, maybe we'll get taken to Bethesda land again. Ooh. Isn't, isn't their big game coming out soon? Like, they have like another... They're supposed to. Yeah, I think it comes out this year. Their big space RPG one. I know... Uh... I know one of the things that Phil announced for the my Xbox was that they're supposed to be coming out with a major like AAA title, mm -hmm. like every quarter for at least like this year and next year. Because that was one of the complaints about the new Xbox versus PlayStation is that there's not really any. Uh, uh, even though they've been buying up all these studios, they haven't come out with any games for them. Yeah, they're like you have no exclusives. <laughs> We have Halo, and it's like, uh, since when? Like, Halo and, like, Boris are, like, the only two exclusives they're still continuously releasing. What year is it? <laughs> right? Oh, jeez. You could The new Halo came out, and you couldn't even play multiplayer, like, campaign. Like, it wasn't built in. Right? And they're like, well, we didn't know people would want it. Uh, Halo is just, like, over fixated on pvp like that's it they're just like come play the non-cod <laughs> pvp game yes exactly we have a cool voice oh. actor that's like oddball 
Capture the flag. Like, that's what you come for and stay for, because we got nothing else. I saw somebody made a a, a short for YouTube, mm. and it was like when uh, Xbox players watch um, The Last of Us, and they're like, oh man, this show is amazing. It almost makes you want to get a PlayStation, and then this guy walks up behind him, points a gun to his head, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you made your choice. Go watch that. Go watch Halo. Go watch Halo. Go ahead. Tell me how good Halo is compared to Last of Us. <laughs> it's so good. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like the Last of Us, like they're pretty much like following the storyline of the game, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. And like Halo, like everything that I've heard about Halo was like, oh yeah, we we have we just know it's a dude in a suit of armor. We don't know anything about else about the game. We've never played it or read anything or. Di- uh, yeah. So like, like one of the first episodes, like he takes off his helmet, and you see his face, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, bad, bad. <laughs> oh man. So uh, poor you get the video games that uh, poor John. Yeah, he's John. Spartan. John Spartan. Seven. Yep, John. It's great. Like so, because like, I don't know if you get. For anybody that doesn't know the story of Halo is basically the human race starts getting uh, fucked over by the Covenant aliens. So they're like, let's make super soldiers. So they go to like all these different human planets, territories, fucking steal these kids, take them, start training them together like little squadrons and stuff like that. And then they give them the super serum where like only like, I think like 20% live. (laughs) <laughs> and one thrives yeah and they're just constantly in a suit that's like trying to keep them alive <laughs> and then as they have like super strength and speed and then they're basically alienated because everybody thinks they're fucking weird science experiments and they don't and they, don't they are them. yeah 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 i remember like reading the book um and like John, the the main Spartan character, like he's like he's like one of the strong, like the physically one of the best ones. So like he gets he gets done, and then like he's waiting at the finish line, and he's like, "I win." And he's like, and they're like, and they're like, they punch him, and then they're so they're like, "No, you no, you did it. Your team's all fucking gone." You he, he's like they're like you lost, and then so he had to like. It's funny, like, as a kid, like, you had to rethink of, like, how to help the team and not just be, like, an individual to, like, over-exceed just because he could. Right, because, I mean, they were going into battle with, like, you know, units of regular people that, you know, he needed to protect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life lessons like that are valuable yep. going into battle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's so much, there's, there's... There's decent story there, so it's very disappointing that they uh they fucked it up. But who knows? That's just how it is. Right, which is why uh you know people are like excited, kind of excited, hopeful, or and excitedly optimistic about the new uh, Warhammer movie. Mm-hmm. Because you know we'll talk about this later teaser for the future episode in the episode. But Henry Cavill now is freed up of other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So he's like the main character and he's also like the producer. Cause I don't think, I think he's like, after all of his experiences with the Witcher, he's like, no, no, you guys are going to fucking listen to me. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I played the game. Yes. I know the story. I know the characters. 
<laughs> exactly. Speaking of PlayStation exclusives. <laughs> and playing the games and knowing the characters. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. I know we kind of talked about it last time, but um, I finished the game while we were on break, um, enjoying the holidays. I am stuck on the on one final side boss, the... Uh, um, I won't announce it because I don't want to ruin it, but um, still trying to trying to fight them. They're like the last. It's like literally like the last thing outside of like going and collecting random collectibles throughout different areas. So I kind of gave up on trying to hundred percent the game. Um, but man, what a good game! And you haven't played it. You didn't play the first one yet, right? You mean like the first one, like the very, very, very first one on like the PlayStation? No, one? no, no, not that far. I meant the. The the first oh. one of the new the new era, like 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 how there's the different uh, there's like the first one of the Tomb Raider games, but it isn't <laughs> the one where she had the pointy boobs. I think the the first one with the pointy boobs, but the and the first one with the round boobs. Yeah, the the first one with the kid. Oh no, I did not play the boy. that. The boy, boy, the boy, boy. <laughs> I did not play. I haven't played. A, I I haven't played a God of War game since the very 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 first one on PlayStation One. Got you, got you. Um, so super good. I really liked the conclusion of it. Of course, of course, of course, it kind of leaves it open for other the story to continue. You know, post um, post this story arc. So I I'll be interested to see if they do continue down this road. Um. Cause I don't really like they don't really have like a villain though, so like their story, like they're going, like they're doing, but there's like nothing else to it. So, so it's pretty. Uh, but I really like the gameplay. You know, they added a new weapon into it into the game, um, and it's just the different gameplay, the different bosses that you have to fight and stuff. It's just it's a very fun and rewarding game. I. I can't stress it enough to you try this new the new updated series if you haven't um and even if you get it on PlayStation 4 like do it cuz it's just such a good game and I know it's still a pain in the ass to get a PlayStation 5 uh well, I don't, I don't have a I don't have a PlayStation 4 either <laughs> It died. Oh, Danny's just a sad man living in a sad I'm world. A... I'm an Xbox. I'm an Xbox exclusive now. Poor Danny, poor buddy. At least you got your and, Game and, Pass. And exactly the, the the greatest gaming service available. Way better than even way better than the shit that Nintendo uh, offers. <laughs> oh, and self correction, it was PlayStation Two, not PlayStation One, for the original God of War. Hey, came out in two thousand five. <laughs> That's when I graduated high school. <laughs> I was I was Cheers. way married at that point. <laughs> you were married. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the uh, console that we never ever fucking talk about, Nintendo Switch. I actually started playing the game. I picked up a Pokemon game. I can't believe it. 
Yeah, I, I, it feels so weird playing the Switch. <laughs> I haven't played it. In, I haven't played Pokemon in a little bit. Um, so I did get, I picked up Pokemon Violet. Um, so I am used everything I compare to Pokemon is always back to the original red and blue. Like that's like the only thing I only can remember. I remember talking to um, Roy, Sir Royeth, um, about it, and he's like, "So, who do you have on your team?" I'm like, "I got, I got the uh, the plant cat. I got the electric sheep. I got the I got the ghost that's not Haunter." <laughs> like I don't know who I got on my team. The electric sheep, huh? <laughs> yes. Do do androids dream of electric sheep? They sure fucking do, bud. They sure fucking do. And they battle with them. <laughs> um It's it's pretty fun. I do I do enjoy it. Um like the I the one thing I do like is like in the old red and blue, like you had to like go across, like you had a very much more linear path, like to follow. And in this one, it's much more open world. It's like, hey, here's the three big things going on. Go have fun. Go do whatever you want. You know, like you could go in any order. Like you, you could just go anywhere on the map, pretty pretty much, without having like too much probably some secret areas you have to like probably get stuff for but um it was i've really enjoyed the uh the the hours i've been playing so far um the only thing i find very weird is that the legendary pokemon is your bicycle that you just drive around which doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> and like you have to like do certain stuff to power them up and whatnot but i thought that was like the only like really weird thing is like in the beginning of the game, I already found, like, the ultimate Pokemon, like, for the game, like, on the box. I was like, this is kind of, like, I guess, a little boring, upsetting. I don't know. What do the kids like these days? They use Pokemon as a motorcycle, a bicycle? I don't know, man. I need I ask, I, I can't get any answers. Just, I All I get is more questions. <laughs> Speaking of kids today, Sean, as an old man, I, I recently learned a piece of uh, kid slang. Oh, did you? And it just makes me realize that I am an old man because I, I I always thought I would be one where I'm like, you know what? We had stupid fucking words that meant the same thing as other words, and we just changed it for no reason. Yep. So if you're, like, hitting on a girl yeah, and, like, talking her up, yeah. the word is riz. You rizzed her? Riz, R I Z Z. How's your Riz, man? How's your Riz? My Riz sucks. <laughs> you got to use a master ball. Yes. How's your game, bro? Smitten game. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is cool. what we're doing I, now. I think I'm, I'm just going to go back and listen to KRS 101 <laughs> and shake my fist at clouds. KRS 101. Oh, it's it? <laughs> System of a Down comes on. Yes. <laughs> wake up, wake up. Oh, is this the Ash? Is this the game? Is this the Ashless game? I think it's Ashless. Yeah. I mean, I'm just some little kid running around. 
Like, what the fuck is wrong with the Pokemon world, man? It's like you're 10 years old and you just go fucking roam the country by yourself. So, so, that, so that random doctor can go and bang your mom when you're gone? Yeah, the random principal of my school. Gonna yeah, go. you can come over like Forrest Gump, your mom. Yeah, gonna help me get some extra credit. Well, I'm away. Your, mom, your, your mom's a real dedicated woman there. I'm on independent study roaming the fucking country with legal animal fighting. <laughs> and, 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 and all the material that Rule 34 artists could ever hope for. Exactly. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, like, like your best friend is like some crazy, like you got, you got like your rival who's a douchebag and you're just like, yeah, fuck that guy. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And then you got your buddy and she's like fucking super crazy. She's just like way too much into battling. I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to call like protective services for your Pokemon. <laughs> you're out there battling them too hard. <laughs> Uh, yes battling them <laughs> dude i was watching the old like original pokemon series i was and i was just like i can't believe i watched the show man it's terrible it's so terrible like it doesn't even bring like <laughs> you mean they're eating like rice balls and sushi and talking and the, the dialogue is oh man these hamburgers and hot dogs are amazing yeah and it's just like <laughs> I just couldn't like get my head. It was like it was written poorly, and I'm just like, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, here's Brock. Here's the uh, you know sexual abuser that just like randomly like goes around hitting, hitting way too far on women. And then you got like every girl that's like, I have. I'm like part of the uh, quintessential quintuplets, and we're all nurses at the Pokemon centers. <laughs> I saw a thing, and they're, they're, Reddit is still, like, arguing about the dude from My Hero Academia that wears, like, the metal diaper. Yeah. And someone made the point that, you know, he he's, like, a genius for wearing the metal diaper because he's a pervert, and perverts generally get kicked in the dick. Hey-o. Hey-o. But they're talking about, they're still, like, like trying to figure out, like, why other, like, pervert characters are more accepted than him, and Brock came up in one of the discussions <laughs> and basically yeah he was a pervert and kind of a you know a horn dog but like he also got like you know smacked around when he went a little too far like he got put in his place he got his comeuppance exactly i guess he was just always hitting on girls he wasn't never like like trying to do weird spy games or anything saying overly the top things right he just yeah, he's just on a date. Oh my god, she's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> like there's that one episode where Misty's like talking about like doing something, and it's like with a beautiful woman, and both Brock and Ash are like, "Where?" <laughs> he's like, "Me." Oh come on, don't be don't be joking around like that, Misty. You, had us, you got our hopes up. <laughs> Uh, that is true. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, at some point last year, I switched. I switched playing uh, mobile games. I actually started playing War and Order. 
So a little bit plays different, different style than Ebony that I was playing for a while. Um, like Ebony was just way too ridiculous. So this one is still ridiculous, but not in like a super, in a super crazy way. So um, I've been playing it. It's been pretty fun. Um, I The one thing I do like about it is like it supports like better, more defense. So it doesn't feel like you could just get steamrolled consistently. Like if you have a decent defense, like you have to have like a really good offense to beat you. <laughs> like it's not like you just get your ass handed to you as easily. So and the events, I think, are a lot more fun. There's all sorts of different like um, server versus server like um, matches and stuff like that that you get tied into where you just go balls to the wall attacking. and You don't have to worry about like all your troops dying and you go back down to like ground zero. <laughs> During the event, <laughs> are you are you a, are you on Discord mod yet for your clan? One better, one better. I am the master and commander of the alliance. Like you know what, having some power is nice, but I want all the powers. Yeah, through a series of merging and me not wanting to deal with stupid shit, I ended up staying back and taking over as the alliance leader, and now it's like I've. I have survived through crashing of waves and and testaments and stuff, and now it's like, you know, we're in like the uh, we're part of like the the top five alliances in the in the realm on our side. So we're just low key trying to have some fun, Danny. You know, not trying to take and, uh, dominate the world. <laughs> I just like I think it's more fun to do the event than just go around like messing with people in the realm. <laughs> But that's just me. So, but, um, yeah, no, I have, uh, I am the supreme leader of the Alliance. You so, make people call you that? Yes. And I will tell you, there's, I have, I figured like there'd be random like things to deal with, dude. But man, I, some, like people send me like messages like all the fucking time. And I'm just like, bruh, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're 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 like an unpaid babysitter, dude. That's like the fun of your uh your position. Exactly. Except it's like like all the shit you get to deal with at work, except even less fucking like important. Yes. And you get paid way less to deal with it. And and but I can't get fired, so I can say what I want. <laughs> I'm much more I'm much more short tempered and, and stuff with that. Like just nah. Just, oh, it's just speaking funny. of, dude, I missed. Go ahead. I was gonna say I missed a, I missed my window. Mm -hmm. Apparently, my uh, workplace harassment training had expired. Mm -hmm. Like I had to go two days ago, but it had expired the week before. So I had like a couple day period where I could have harassed somebody, and they went to fire me. And I'm like, my certification was expired for like three days. I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> what, do you think that would even last? That would even work. Shut up. <laughs> That was one guy. He uh, he got fired for like harassing a coworker, and he ended up getting his job back. Mm -hmm. And instead of like fucking being a like a smart guy and keeping his head down and like just doing the job, yeah, like literally like his first or second day back, he like found her and like confronted her for like reporting him getting fired. Terrible, Which, you know. Terrible led led to him getting perma fired. Yes. <laughs> Double, triple, quadruple fire. 
Yes. Oh, no. Too ridiculous. Too ridiculous. So. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you for hanging around our special gaming episode. Since I guess we're not a fucking gaming podcast anymore. According talking to about games enough. According to about reviews. the anim- According to yes, reviews. We're the Weeb, the Weeb podcast only. Oh, real quick, man, like friend of the show and solo reviewer Solid Snack. <laughs> um he was asking me about names of animes. Yes. Like he said he was telling me one, he like he sent me a thing and he was like it's um he's like scrolling through YouTube and I see a trailer for an anime called The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague and I'm rather unaffected by it. I was expecting a crazier sounding crazier sound to a title than what is left me with how many words it has in it. And I was basically yeah, like like the new hot in anime is just like trying to throw as many fucking words in it as possible. Yes. Yes. And then later that day I came across on anime memes. Anime titles then, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Bleach, Full Metal Alchemist. Anime titles now. That time I got rejected by my refrigerator, then my ugly dog ate my homework, and I was sent to a strange world as a pair of my little sister's panties. (laughs) Hey, I will say, though, seriously, one of the best animes this season, Handyman Reincarnated in Another World. I mean, that's... that's, It's not as crazy from a word. I'm just saying. It's it's kind of... It's wordy, but it's it's succinctly worded. Yes, but it's so random, like like Handyman. A handyman reincarnated to reincarnated in another world. It's just like, it's so dumb. And I was like, this has got to be the stupidest show ever. And I would start watching it. And I was like, God damn it. It's so good. It's written so well. And the best part about it is like, it's like a bunch of like short stories in it. And like, they have good, chem- the characters all have good chemistry. And it's just like, oh, you know, you just want to watch it and make fun of it. But now I'm just like, I'm hooked. Like, I look forward, every Sunday now, I look forward to it for the next, you know, 10 fucking weeks now. Of... Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, me being me, I decided to watch an anime that I hadn't started watching yet. Then, of course, it was from last season. Yes. And Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. Oh, is that, that's that, like, short, that's, like, shorter episode one, right? I think it's a little bit shorter, but basically, I... like... The first episode, like, the dude's, like, a adventurer, and he comes across, like, a wild uh, animal to fight, and then a, a dark elf healer comes, and I thought it was gonna, I like, my original, like, like based on the title, I thought it was gonna be, like, a Miss Nagatoro. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, different. Yeah. Like, different setting, but same kind of concept, but it's not, dude. She's, like, more passive-aggressive, and, like, just, like, <laughs> also just, like... Like, it's kind of dense, so, like, he'll, like, try to explain something, and she's like, oh, but I thought you wanted to do this. <laughs> I, I think I watched some... an episode, but I don't think I, I... I never went back to it. Okay, yeah, because the first episode had a couple had a couple of, like, laugh-out-loud moments for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is... How come nobody, nobody even, like, mentioned this anime? Like, not that anybody was talking about it, but nobody even was like... It never showed up anywhere. And I'm like, it can't... All right, I'm gonna watch one episode because, like, it sounds interesting-ish. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed better, but yeah, don't hurt me, my healer. We almost went one episode with, without talking about anime, Danny, and you ruined it. I like everything <laughs> else, man. Like the like the the face to face album, how to I, how to ruin everything. 
<laughs> that's me. Have, that's about me. We, this is why we can't have nice podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And we, we had already basically said goodbye, too. I know. <laughs> there goes another seven I, like, minutes to the show. I started shaking. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, like. I need a fix. We're going. We're saying goodbye with no anime. I'll just cut. I'll just cut it out. It'll be okay. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think you need to tell anybody you're cutting it out if you're cutting it out. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, all those fabulous places. You have a great, wonderful time. And be safe out there if you are battling the different ice storms going around the country. Yes, and also um, that last point. If you uh, if you did cut it out, you'd have to actually listen to the episode to figure out the point to edit it instead of just like guessing and throwing it up on the server. I definitely look for random gaps in the show. I have right. I, I've been doing this enough. I've been editing for over two hundred fifty episodes. I have the system. Right, but my but my point is that you would have to actually listen to the dialogue. All right, everybody. Bye. <laughs>